In this week's Torah portion, Chaye Sarah, we find Avram Avinu seeking a suitable wife for his son Yitzchak. Toward that end, Avram appoints his faithful servant Eliezer to carry out this mission and dispatches him to Aram Naharaim to specifically seek a young lady from among his relatives still living there. Upon his arrival, Eliezer prays to Hashem to send him just the right girl, and he establishes a litmus test to determine her suitability by whether or not she will offer him and his camels water to drink. No sooner do these words leave his mouth when young Rivka appears on the scene, at which point Eliezer asks her for a drink and she proceeds to do exactly as Eliezer had hoped. Now all that was left for Eliezer to do is to ascertain that she's related to Avraham. But before he did that, the Torah tells us that he first presented Rivka with expensive gifts of jewelry on behalf of Yitzchak. It would have seemed that the logical thing to do would for him to wait until he first verifies her identity before giving her this engagement present. But Rashi quoting the Medrash explains that Eliezer was demonstrating his bitachon, or sense of trust and reliance upon Hashem, that in Avram's merit, the Almighty would grant him success and she'd indeed turn out to be a member of Avram's extended family. While that may sound like laudable behavior on Eliezer's part, it's interesting to note that later in the chapter, when Eliezer is recounting to Rivka's family the entire series of events leading up to their encounter, Eliezer switches the sequence of events and tells them that he only gave her the jewelry after Rivka first confirmed to him that she's Avraham's niece. Rashi explains that the reason why Eliezer did this is because otherwise, they'd never believe his story, wondering how could you possibly have given her the gift before you knew her identity. The question is, however, that if indeed they have questioned Eliezer about that particular detail, why couldn't he have simply told them the truth, that he was acting out of a sense of bitachon in Hashem? The answer is that if he'd done that, his words would have fallen upon deaf ears. For Rivka's idolatrous and heathen relatives simply don't speak the language of Emuna and Bitachon spoken in the household of Avram. So they would have regarded him as though he just landed from Mars if he'd expressed himself in those terms, thus jeopardizing the entire Shidduch. Unfortunately, many of us Jews are also lacking fluency in the language of Bitachon. Sure, maybe we throw around terms like Emir Hashem, God willing, or the like. But do we really feel and believe deep down that it's Hashem who is control of what happens in our lives for better or worse? Like any language, the best way to learn it is by immersing oneself in it, such as by studying and familiarizing oneself with the sec- section on Bitachon in the classic work Chovas Halavavos, or Duties of the Heart. Then, and only then, can we rightfully claim to be conversant in the language of Avram's household by not only talking the talk of Bitachon, but more importantly, walking the walk.